2: Go behind the scenes and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun
3: wherever you listen to podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury.
1: Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way.
2: Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada
1: you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider
2: metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada
0: stop by one of over 6,000 metro stores
2: nationwide from ufos to psychic powers and government conspiracies history is riddled with unexplained events you can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know A production of iHeartRadio.
1: Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt.
2: My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We're joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here. That makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. It is Thursday as the humans reckon their weeks, which means it is time for one of our most exciting evenings on the show. We get to join you, our fellow conspiracy realist, and share your stories with everyone else. We're going to get some insights from our friends down under. We're going to uh, have some responses to an earlier question about local corruption. Uh, We're also going to have some letters from home and a a look at an ongoing disappearance, which occurred quite recently. But before we do any of that, we talked about this off air, we thought we would start with the fun stuff, because there is a letter that absolutely delighted all of us, I think, right?
0: Oh, yeah, it's always nice to get correspondence from our pals down under, uh, especially when it comes to (laughs) calling us on uh, things that we perhaps— didn't get quite right about their beautiful uh, and and dare I say dangerous uh, homeland um, we know it's Melbourne I think we've <laughs> we've checked that one off the list uh, and then here's the thing these are always good-natured they're always if there's any ribbing. Uh, these Aussies, they they tend to have a very good sense of humor. Uh, I really appreciate that about them. And this is no exception. we got a, quite a cavalcade of things to run through with this email uh, from LJB. starts like this. Hi, Conspiracy Team. Fascinated by your pod on the bunyip and beyond. Thank you, and thanks also for shining a light on our amazingly beautiful and unique land. Animals and biomes for your listeners. Uh, you asked for opinions, comments, so here you go. JMHO. What is that one, guys? Just by humble opinion. Oh, jeez. So much cooler than me. Uh, it took me a while to even figure out what TLDR meant. Um, J.M.A. Joe, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Sadly, even though I have made two brief visits to your land some years ago, I never had the opportunity to visit, so can't comment. Apologies. I think we posed the question of, A, are there Outback Steakhouses in Australia, to which we found there were a couple, uh, and B, Do they get it right? Uh, I, would, I would posit probably not. Crocodile Dundee. Although a popular comedian actor in his day, Paul Hogan's Crocodile Dundee is pretty cringeworthy. Um, agreed. Uh, his comedy was unsophisticated and left many of us in despair. I see. But at the end of the day, if people found it funny, why not be amused? That's that Aussie spirit. There are very ochre Aussies. Yes, that says, says Z. But I don't know ochre. Is it ochre or ochre? Ochre the of color. The color. Uh, I'm going to go with Ochre for now. Um, Who would identify and potentially sound like him? IRL. So that must be sort of like a. I don't know. Maybe it reminds me of um, kind of Louisiana uh, French culture, like uh, Bayou folks, you know. Maybe that's sort of an equivalent, but I can't be sure. Uh, Foster's. It's barely not Australian for beer. Um, We do not drink Foster's ever. It has the rep as the worst ever brew. Guys, I have to take a quick pause here. Isn't it funny, though, how people often identify America with things like Bud Light, and we absolutely drink the hell out of Bud Light, at least as a country, you know, but then, you know, their individual results may vary. Um, I
1: wonder, though. But it's a German beer, basically, right? Well, sure.
0: Fair enough. My point is, though, that it's, It's gotten a reputation as being sort of this, like, the most basic of American beers. And it gets the reputation because it is incredibly popular. Uh, Mm. And there's a couple other ones you could add to that list. Foster's, however, being an Australian beer. I'm sure there are hundreds of other really good Australian beers. This is the one that just happens to hang their whole marketing on this overwrought Australian accent, And, like, you know, I, I, I don't get regular TV anymore, so I don't know what the commercials are like. But they really lean into that, and I'm sure that made folks in their country cringe.
1: And also apparently the beer's not very good. Have you guys ever had a Foster's? I don't know. You yeah. ever even had one. Do you like it? Maybe I'm misremembering this, but I want to say Foster's for a time had like this keg. batter
2: can or is a yeah. bigger yeah, exactly. thing. It mm-hmm. was supposed to look like a little barrel. Yes. And just just like the earlier or a small keg, right? A just so kawaii keg. And uh to follow up, ocker or ochre, ochre, I think means someone with a strong accent. Yeah. Uh, and the um, when we talked about outback, there is one, there is one outback. It's somewhere. Forgive me, folks. It's somewhere like the Sydney Airport, and people visit it as a novelty. I sure. think what Fosters, the idea is that if you call something Australian, you can easily sell it to Americans. Mm. Maybe we should come out with something and call it the Australian T-shirt of stuff they don't want you to know. Why not?
0: Um, Moving on to another person who could probably be accused of being an ochre or ochre, Steve Irwin, Um, kind of the real life crocodile Dundee in some ways, definitely had a similar accent, you know, wore the shorts, kind of the Ranger Smith outfit. Um, So cool. Genuine, genuine passion for the Outback and all of its critters. And as we know, Mm -hmm. and I think we've all remarked upon, um, what a wild, I think biome is, is exactly the, the term to use, just the, the, the stuff that exists there. It looks like oftentimes stuff you think of as being from another planet that we just don't have any analog for a lot of their creatures over here. And Steve Irwin loved all of them. And in fact, unfortunately, I believe his life was ended by one of them. I believe he was uh,
1: stung stingray. in the heart by a stingray. Um, pretty wild. Was it Cat Williams? Cat Williams has been in the news a lot recently, or oh, at least sure. on social media. He took media. some shots. He took some <laughs> um, shots at some folks. I want to say it was him. He had a great bit about Steve Irwin, like mm. with great respect to Steve Irwin, but uh, mm-hmm. that was the joke that he got taken out that. by a stingray. But like he's over there just literally tackling <laughs> crocodiles, <laughs> like it's nothing.
2: <laughs> I, I I remember that, Matt. I also remember. Uh, so Steve Irwin occupies, uh, for anybody not in the U.S., Steve Irwin occupies this amazing position in sort of the American pop culture pantheon. He's a real-life Captain Planet. He has the ability, like a D&D ranger, to speak with animals, dungeons and dragons. Sorry. And uh, I think his child is also following in his footsteps. Uh, he was brought down by a stingray as we mentioned but he did so much for environmental advocacy because yeah. he just seems like a really cool dude a really good hang and by the way if you are into american hip-hop then you know that for a while every every mc was rapping about yeah steve irwin right steve irwin to a steen gray a lighter to an upset gene gray shout out to joe budden's uh song on that long summer i think or short summer uh and not a shout out to his podcast
0: just to show up with what uh, LJB said about Steve, uh, very much mirroring what we just we all just fanboyed out big time uh, again. Quite broad and ocher-ish. Okay, there you go. But beloved for his love of and endless enthusiasm for our critters, particularly the dangerous ones, as we said, one that uh, ultimately took his his life. Um, and I'm sure he wouldn't have had it any other way. But who am I to say? I guess I can't be sure. His efforts with, like you said, Ben, his efforts with environmental matters and wildlife conservation provided him with great respect and high regard. His loss is truly felt, but his legacy survives through his remaining
1: family. Matt, did you have a Steve Irwin comment? No, it's fine. Case? I've said it on the show before. I, I don't have to. I I think it was my 16th or 17th birthday party, just to give you a little insight on me. It was a combination matrix Steve Irwin Birthday party. You could could dress as either or both. (laughs) Okay, that's it. That's amazing. Next, we've got Steve Urkel
0: for some reason. Uh, LJB is not even sure why we have Steve Urkel. Apologies. I'm not sure of the reference here. But yes, Family Matters was shown on free to air television.
2: I think i mentioned this. This is a reaction. Correct me uh, here. This is a reaction to the classic episode we published on cryptids of Australia. And I think as way leads on the way conversationally, we mentioned Steve Irwin, which probably led to us mentioning Steve Urkel. Sorry, Australia.
1: <laughs> did we do that? Oh. Yeah, we sure did.
2: Nice.
0: Got any cheese? Uh, it turns out Jaleel White is a smoke show, by the way. you know We, oh, yeah. we knew that if we watched the show because he had an alter ego version mm-hmm. of the Steve Urkel character named Stefan.
2: Yeah. yeah. Check out the Key and Peele Family Matters sketch, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Can't leave it unsaid.
0: Um, So there's that mystery solved, hopefully. Uh Next, we've got prison colony um, talking about the history of Australia, no doubt. Uh, it would be more accurate to say a convict colony was established here as convicted lawbreakers of even the most minor infractions thanks to their dire poverty. Uh, That's a really good point. These probably were a lot of people that did not deserve to be sent there. Uh It gets a reputation as being this like a hive of scum and villainy and all of that. And there are probably a lot of innocent folks that were thrown into forced labor. On this uh, colony. So just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, to their poverty, dire poverty, uh, were transported from Britain and Ireland. And yes, many are the descendants of convicts and claim to be quite proud to be so. Many residents, I believe, is what they are referring to. Uh, next, we've got jungle. We don't have jungle per se. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about the popular 1990s uh, dance music craze, jungle. No? Anybody out there? Rimshot? It's the always like. Let's go to drum and bass. Jungle was a subset of yep. that. That is not what they're talking about. Uh, they're talking about literal jungle. that um, They apparently don't have, per se, are heavily forested areas in the subtropics and tropics are termed rainforests. Similar, but not quite. Unique bio. And lastly, exactly. Uh, we've actually got two, two more quick ones. And we'll... I uh, got God, so many good ones. Koalas. Koalas are not bears. Just marsupials. Uh, cute to look at. Pretty dopey when sitting in their tree, Sleepy on eucalyptus leaves. I'm assuming sleepy... On eucalyptus leaves, meaning they're like high off the eucalyptus leaves and sometimes can be stroppy. What is stroppy? Does that mean like built like fit?
2: Strop S- bears. Sassy, they get attitude. You know, if you ever want to uh bust the American myth about the koala, go to YouTube. Get thee to YouTube now and watch koalas fighting. There you uh, go. Also yeah, so the- uh riddled with chlamydia. Oh
0: boy, Jesus Christ. Just suck the joy right out of pan- koalas for us. Uh Ben and LJB. Okay, so the internet says stroppy. I think you nailed it, Ben. Attitude, but specifically kind of grumpy tendencies. You know, like you said, fighting. I'm just fighting words. Um, they are in dire need, of course, as we know, uh, as habitat destruction, accidental deaths, uh, thanks to humans and their pets' interactions, and diseases decimate their numbers. Finally, we're going to get to the Bunyip and the yawi. We, uh, we definitely have, have talked about these at various times in cryptid uh, conversations. Um, my belief is that these are animals of legend for the First Nations people and far from real. Although with more interesting fossilized uh, bones being recovered, it may well be that in time past there could be evidence of new unidentified creatures that provide a tiny glimpse of where the dreaming stories have been handed down from. The dreaming referring to the dream time uh, of belief, uh, sort of a... Kind of an afterlife parallel dimension of the Aborigines. It's actually really heavily featured in um, the Sandman series. Uh, Of course, Dream being Morpheus, the main character, uh, the Lord of Dream, there's a really interesting storyline that involves Aborigines and the idea of dream time um, and, and the dreaming in that intersection. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, but I will say, though, with all of the crazy stuff, a shout out to a friend of the show, uh, Peach, um, and, and uh, we've become good Internet friends, who lives in the deep, the deepest of bush in, in Australia, in the outback. Um And the critters that I see her rescuing from the street and dealing with coming into her house through the light fixtures and all kinds of stuff, always with the cheerful attitude. She loves these creatures so much. Um, Some of the things that I've seen in her photograph really defy imagination. So the idea that there could be an undiscovered critter in the outback is not beyond the realm of of possibility in my mind. I don't know what you guys think because some of those creatures that we definitely know exist – they're pretty bunyippy or yaoi-ish on their own because they don't really look like anything I've ever seen before.
2: Yeah. LJB, first off, thank you so much for putting up with our American accents <laughs> and uh and for giving us these reactions. Uh, like you said, Noel, there's some there are some things that we we sort of summarize here, uh, interesting stuff about cryptids, uh, specifically the Tasmanian tiger, right? Uh, which is one of the most likely cryptids to exist still given the vast expanse of wilderness out there in Australia and in surrounding areas. Shout out Tasmania. Uh, The the idea of the dreaming is it's fascinating. It's worth its own episode because it's a very different cultural framework for experiencing what we would call reality today. I love your Point here, Noel, the idea that there may well be undiscovered large fauna of some sort in the outback, because this is one of the most likely places where such animals could be discovered. And we also know that due to uh, the long, slow unwinding and shifting of Pangea, the continent of Australia is home to an abundance of unique life forms that do not occur anywhere else on the planet. And therefore the universe as humans know it can't wait to go. Got some, got some things, <laughs> got some things in the works. So uh, shout out to other Australian friends, shout out to Patrice, shout out to a fellow Ben down under hope to see you soon. I- I'll tell you, man, uh, LJB, one of the wildest things you mentioned here is the Komodo dragon. Mm-hmm. So cool. So cool.
0: Yeah, one thing I think that came up, maybe in, in a conversation that we've had about the Komodo Dragon, I think there was sort of misreported that these things were venomous that they had uh like you know fang you know they could inject you with the poison but i think what i had heard or read and i can't remember exactly where was that their mouths are just so filthy and yeah, like yeah. you know disease yeah. kind of and they're germy, that if they bite you you're just probably going to get infected from that
2: and mm-hmm. it could be a death sentence uh, in mm-hmm. and of itself i mean if you survive the bite Right, if you survive they're, the they're first encounter, bring it
1: on Komodo dragons. It's like that ghost hunters guy. Stop badgering the Komodo dragon, man.
2: I can PVP one. I'm confident.
0: <laughs> Anywho, a couple other little things we couldn't get to from this amazing list. Uh, but we'll end with uh, listening to you as endlessly fascinating as you delve into topics that aren't often discussed, frankly, and with humor. Thank you. Much appreciated. We much appreciate you, LJBPS. We don't say good day either. Well, Most good important day part. to you. Mm-hmm. find Sally Ho to you all kind regards that was not that was not LJB sign off that was just <laughs> us that was <laughs> us uh, yeah. kind regards that's very proper LJB I like that we talked this through as, as I read it um, instead of waiting till the end there was no other way to do it this was just like an absolute uh, wealth of information and, and uh, commentary from various episodes so I don't know man I don't know you guys have anything to add I think we would probably pop to a break yeah. unless there's anything you got last thing Good day. Good day to you, sir. I say good day, sir. You get nothing. Except this delightful uh, commercial break from our sponsor. And then some more. Listener Mail.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025
2: qx80 coming this summer join metro they help you stay ahead of the game with nada yada yada that
1: means no contracts no credit checks and no surprises
2: outsmarting yada yada means uh you know taxis and stuff shady subscriptions did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase but then you found yourself subscribed
0: yeah i had to call and stop payment on something because i had subscribed to it through apple pay and even though i had like put a new card on there it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my apple pay so i had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled It was really, really annoying.
1: Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from
2: your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.
1: And we've returned and we are going to the email banks to hear from Mysteria. 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 Yes. My- Mysteria. <laughs> Myster- I'm just going to read this first part, guys. And then there are links and let's look at them together. And we'll just kind of be like, oh, well, what what's inside this link?
2: link, um, link, link. <laughs> Wait, are we still doing whisper <laughs> sound? No, no, no.
1: It's going to come up later, though. Okay. Uh, but for now, y'all, Myster- crazy. y'all mystery-
0: crazy. Y'all hear that. those voices?
1: Okay, Mysteria says, hey, if you guys really want to do a deeper dive on local corruption, just look at Illinois. The entire state is a hot mess. And then there's a link. This is our first link in the series. It appears to be a Wikipedia link, the title of which is simply Corruption in Illinois. And guys, it's not a short Wikipedia page. No,
2: no, it's not. No.
1: Um, wow. So there's, okay, well, let, let's do an overview. There's a fairly large section for federal corruption. There's a smaller state corruption, uh, like sub area and for governors and state officials. Then it's got municipal corruption <laughs> and that's the largest section I would say.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and a special special. Uh, a special shout out just to Alderman of Chicago. Uh, for anybody not in the U.S., Alderman is a uh, <laughs> is a, a member of uh, city council, basically mm-hmm. with a fancier name. Uh, but Chicago has, for a very long time, been infamous in U.S. history as a textbook case of like a a quintessential hold this up to the class example of widespread intergenerational corruption. And nothing seems set to change.
1: Well, let's let's read a sentence here from a Wikipedia. Remember, this is a Wikipedia page. It can be edited by anyone that can edit Wikipedia. Um, But, you know, for the most part, these things are policed pretty well internally, right? By just other people looking at it and changing it.
2: And Alderman.
1: And Alderman are always in there. Uh, But here's here's a sentence. It's like the third sentence at the top of the page. Illinois had the third most federal criminal convictions for public corruption between 1976 and 2012, behind New York and California. Uh Uh-oh, those seem like the two biggest ones I would have guessed.
2: <laughs> Watch out, guys. They're on your wake.
1: You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. For real. Uh, and the first sentence is corruption in Illinois has been a problem from the earliest history of the state. <laughs> and it goes all the way back to 1818.
2: And it quotes The Economist, too. Yep. Which is not exactly a left wing publication. Like, if no. The Economist is saying you're financially crooked, might be time for some self-inventory oh yeah well then
1: let's jump to the next thing that mysterious says Uh, mysterious says the rita crundwell case is an especially wild ride and then our second link appears oh and this is to the u.s attorney's office northern district of illinois uh here's the title former dixon comptroller rita crundwell
2: sentence We got, got an alderman and a comptroller, <laughs> comptroller. Are you me? finally <laughs> you beat me here doc i <laughs> knew it i knew <laughs> knowing what a comptroller is would matter at some point I'm gonna get a parliamentarian in here somewhere go <laughs> carry it's, on it's man. the
1: numbers gentlemen a uh, former dixon <laughs> comptroller rita crundwell sentenced to nearly 20 years in federal prison for 53.7 million dollar theft from the city
2: can't be out trolling the comps man
1: whoa that's intense this story is from God, that was, and that was uh so
0: covert it took me a second that was on a delayed reaction to that
1: very well done <laughs> you, very well done ben uh, by you, the yes. way this was posted on valentine's day 2013 mm-hmm. you know who didn't have a great valentine's day rita crundwell Ooh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. louise
2: i thought you were gonna save me and i was like all right man just Keep the kid gloves on. We're on the air. <laughs> I can barely
1: remember last week. I have no idea what happened on. <laughs> <But> this, <laughs> is a,
2: this is a huge case, right, Matt? Like this is, as you said, this is a um, this is a million dollar, more than two decades plus level of crime.
1: Yeah. And she pleaded guilty to wire fraud and money laundering mm-hmm. of more than 53 million dollars from the city since 1990. Wow! Oh, dude, she used the proceeds to finance her quarter horse farming business. I'm sorry. You mean like little horses?
2: I no, ju- just I- 25% of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like quarter scale horses. No, I think
2: quarter horses are those I little think
0: fellas. They're yes. real. They're real. But, those little fellas.
1: Yep. But she was farming them. So I guess just breeding. You
2: maybe call breeding it a horse business? farm. It's a thing. It's a bit odd. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're. Tiny though, I think it's it's a name for a horse that's really I sound stupid. I'm not an equestarian or equestrian. Uh <laughs> there we yeah, go. you're right. They're it's, not it, they're tiny. very
0: fast. They're Why like, do I think that they're tiny? No, they're they're, they're well, sprinters. Yeah, you're right. Huh. I, I you know what? I learned something new today because in my head, quarter horses were always like the little baby horses that that never like grow up like little ponies? sebastian on uh, on oh, uh, gosh. parks oh, and Rec. Never, forget, man. never forget yeah, never forget never forget that's he's the reason an angel we do he's an show. angel now
2: yeah his little sebastian the stuff little sebastian doesn't want you to know why the quarter uh,
0: horses built for speed He nailed it ben yeah uh
2: well, well here's the thing it sounds like the it sounds like the long arm of the law nailed our friend grundwell and this is Chicago is, uh, again, a place with some problems. It is one of the most American of American cities. But Matt. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. And it is uh, I,
2: I, I, I see from um, I see from the press release that got shared with us that this is one of the largest thefts or the largest theft. I
1: believe the judge said it was or, yeah, it was the largest theft in state history. And as as we've learned, corruption in Illinois runs rampant and long. I was about to say, (laughs) I mean,
0: Chicago is is a notoriously corrupt city. And that's where the like political boss kind of systems, you know, came up. It's uh, pretty gnarly. Uh,
1: By the way, it's the the city involved. Right. So she's a city comptroller. It was public funds stolen from the city of dixon, d i x o n, so she's having to pay back the city of Dixon that only has a population ah uh, less than sixteen thousand people about a hundred miles southwest of chicago guys i don't I don't know if you've thought about this, but given how much
0: tax we all pay, and I know i've I've griped about this many times, and I like like, show me the money, show me what you're doing with it, whether it be local or federal. I just think fraud like this happens a lot more than we think. I really do. I think somebody's pocketing my check. I really, truly, because I don't see any, any benefit from it. And maybe that's, that's naive to say this because I'm not seeing it directly, that somebody's stealing it. But I just do not have confidence in state or federal government to, now I'm sounding like I want to start my own, secede from the union or something. Well, but, but think...
1: Think about this. Noel. these are local taxes, so like city taxes. So I'm that's, saying with Atlanta, you know, I, we don't pay as much city as we do federal, but our streets are riddled with potholes, dangerous stuff. You know. Well, see, no, I this is weird. I've never paid city taxes, like a local uh, tax well, I, I like guess that. Of state it's always tax, state yeah. and federal. Sure. sure, sure, sure. In this case, it's like sales tax, right? I, stuff familiar, bought in the city model. and yeah. mm-hmm. other things like that. When you stay at a hotel, right? You've got like different taxes that are levied uh, depending on the city you're in. I don't know. So, but that that seems like a lot of money in a local city taxes that only has sixteen thousand people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: A lot of money laundering too, and money laundering. It looks like over. Okay, money laundering is one of those things that used to be a good living back in the day, but it's increasingly difficult to clean the money, right? So. Uh, if anything, one of the questions that I have for you, Matt, uh, is could she have gotten away with it if she just cut and run like 10 years in, 12 years in? Could she have just retired, you know, have the fanfare or whatever is appropriate for a comptroller when they're out of the game and then just move to a non-extradition country? Because you know, the, the IRS is not going to chase you. Uh, to for, Panama? they're not going to chase you if your uh, white-collar crimes are below a certain threshold such that it would cost them more to come hunt you. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, that. yeah. Well, maybe we should read a little bit more of this. I know we kind of got stuck, Mysteria, on this one. You've sent us so many other links, Mm -hmm. but I think this is is really interesting to me. Let's continue reading here from the justice.gov link here. It says... So she started this scheme in 1990. She opened a secret bank account, which she was the only one that could access it, right? But she's also got control of all the city's funds. Um, The name of the account was RSCDA Reserve Fund or the RSCDA account. The initials stood for Reserve Sewer Capital Development Account, although no such account actually existed for the city and she did not disclose the existence of the secret account. So I guess she just Oh, it says Crundwell stole at least $25,000 from a separate Dixon bank account for its sister city program between 88 and 90 before she started this big plan. So she stole $25,000. She got away with it and she was like, "Mm, mm, mm, we need a reserve fund. She needed more. That's what got her, right? It reminds me of True Detective season two. A lot of that ooh, with like ooh. the the secret funding and going to other things, right? Yeah, that one was, that was the boring season. Hey, th- there was some cool stuff in there too. Vince Vaughn, let's it go. Was, yeah, he was fine. The mask. It. The,
0: the mask, the mask, <laughs> the crow mask was very cool, but Bro. overall, I thought it was a dud. You guys watch the new episode? Yes, yeah, it's
2: good. I'm into it. it. Promising. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, me too. I think it's weird how the internet hates women. Uh, Dude, Jay which Foster is where a coming lot in. I of the criticism. Is him, yeah. from. I think it's
0: great. I, I think people are, you know, well, uh, that, that Nick Pizzolato fellow uh, has always been a bit of a man's man. So I think a lot of his fans are those types. So maybe they're mad that he's not involved.
2: But I, I, I'm excited about it. It's cool. Six episodes contained. Love it. Love oh, the yeah. it. It's going to be an
0: anthology series. Anyway, really quickly, guys, uh, the small horses, they're just called miniature horses.
2: Just for the record, oh. please carry mm-hmm. on. Mini- not no, to wait. be confused with ponies.
1: No, different. So a quarter horse is actually a quarter of a horse. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, You're I'm just, just the back and the left <laughs> What's like a Bruder
2: film. The by seconds to the left. Animals um, Damian Hurst. Yeah, it's like one of those pieces. Also, Matt, there's something really interesting that we see here in Mysterious, Mysterious, Mysterious letter which is uh the small town corruption, right? Shouldn't uh can we mention uh what is it? The townships. Is a township like a county? I think that's right. They have them they have, yeah. them, in, they have yeah. them in like
0: you know, Jersey. New York State and
1: uh, Massachusetts.
0: There's, there's oh, a lot okay. of, sort of an old New Englandy thing-ish, kind of, I think.
1: Yes, and this is our third link. Thank you so much, Mysteria. And this appears to be your home county, Mysteria.
2: Yeah, the McHenry County State's Attorney Office back in 2018 started investigating several townships. So townships must just be communities within a county uh for again illegally using taxpayer money uh and apparently this is these are only two of like at least three places three townships in this one county that are super crooked i don't know man when we say it's cold up in illinois uh it feels like it's cold on a number of levels because you have to be pretty ruthless to uh elected to public office and just violate trust like that, right?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the actual corruption here is or like what's being investigated. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like let let me read this. Nunda Township also hired two of Miller's sons, who's somebody who's working directly with the township, to full-time positions, adding to its highway department's more than $2 million payroll with hundreds of thousands more in pensions and other benefits.
2: So this looks like nepotism maybe and padding the padding the books kind of like when organized crime will come into a construction project and, and yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah we talk about that i mean everything i learned about organized crime i learned from the godfather movies and the sopranos, sopranos. but in sopranos they're always working on this esplanade that's never finished this never gets finished and they're doing they call them like no-show jobs where yeah. you get paid you don't have to come that's like you know and that's like a, a a way you can kind of Grease some palms by I'm gonna give you like five no show oh. jobs this month. And then also like by um, itemizing things that were never actually purchased and, and uh, yep. you know billing for them and things like that.
1: Good way to hide money. Guys, according to Illinois Policy.org, which is where this link took us, mm. uh, there's also a really a major problem with like voter intimidation when there's Ooh, a referendum coming up to change, mm. you know, mm-hmm. the ways of the local government. And it looks like it's happening in a lot of townships there. Ay. Well, uh, let's just mention the other things that are in here. We won't go over the links. So last couple of things you mentioned here, Mysteria, you said, finally, this is probably more a case of incompetence than corruption. But check out the police department's handling of the Ritter murder back in 1988. So I don't know anything about the Ritter murder. You've got a link to us here to the Chicago Tribune about a man named Richard Church who was wanted for the 1988 murders of Raymond Ritter and his wife, Ruth Ann. We're not going to talk about it in detail at all right now, but if you want to look it up, you can. We're going to check it out for, you know, the potentiality of a longer episode. (laughs) I like that word. Um, It's not a word. Uh, But then it's a word. Oh, it is. I didn't think it was. (laughs) (laughs) You said other things here. Told us more about that murder, but we're going to hold it for later. So thank you so much, Mysterio, letting us know about just how bad Illinois could potentially be. But we're not passing judgment because state corruption exists everywhere, not just in the U.S., not just in Illinois. Mm -hmm. It's deeper than the pizza. Right? It's... I was going to do... Deeper than hip hop thing, but I can't. So, (laughs) all right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It's bigger than hip hop.
1: It is, but it's also deeper. So, uh, so thank you so much, Mysteria, for writing in. Uh, We'll be right back with more messages from you. Witness the dawning of a new era
3: in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025
2: QX80 coming this summer. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada yada yada.
1: That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises.
2: Outsmarting yada yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff shady subscriptions did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase but then you found yourself subscribed
0: yeah i had to call and stop payment on something because i had subscribed to it through apple pay and even though i had like put a new card on there it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my apple pay so i had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled It was really,
2: really annoying.
1: Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider.
2: Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most.
0: Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.
2: And we have returned for one more piece of listener mail and something we like to call letters from home. Uh, This final piece of correspondence comes to us from someone we're going to call CJ because we did not uh, get full permission to use their name. This is kind of uh, the beginning of a rabbit hole. CJ sends us a message about someone named Donna I and says the timeline and events leading up to this poor woman's disappearance aren't lining up. You all should look into it and do an episode. I agree, CJ. Uh, This is also an unfolding event. If you choose to do so, please let me know. I'd love to hear it. If you don't trust links, I understand, says CJ and sends us a couple of different links here uh, and tells us a little bit about the case. Her name, says CJ, was Donna I-E-Y-E. This happened very recently in Washington County, Missouri. I saw her name because she was dumped off in the middle of Mark Twain National Forest in the middle of the night by a police officer in sub-freezing temperatures with no phone and has not been heard from since. This is the first I have heard of this story. Have you heard about this?
0: No, I haven't heard of it either. Um, let's see, I'm following the, the link now.
2: Yeah, according to, the, so this this is happening now. Uh, there was a, a story posted on Fox 2 Now, uh, Missouri affiliate, just yesterday, uh, as we record on January 16th, uh, and it seems that a Washington County sheriff named Zach Jacobson had activated something called the Mineral Area Major Case Squad to investigate what happened with this disappearance. A deputy allegedly dropped Donna I off around 11 p.m. in the middle of nowhere. Look up the Mark Twain National Forest. It is not like a pedestrian walking space. And uh, she has not been seen since. Yeah, and there's a quote from her brother, I believe, uh, just just speaking to her
0: mental state at the time, saying that she wasn't in any condition to make a decision for herself. Uh, They informed me while we were standing right where we are right now, she had been picked up at the hospital by a Washington County female sheriff's deputy.
2: Mm -hmm. And according to the reporting that we have seen, uh, we have a rough timeline of events uh, Donna, I, uh, at the age of 44 years old, is a mother. Uh, when she went missing, she left a hospital against her family's wishes on Monday, the 8th of January. Uh, according to the family, she has a medical condition that can affect her mobility and mental health. They were informed by the sheriff's deputy that she had been picked up from the hospital. By the sheriff, apparently she was dropped off in the middle of the forest. Apparently, it's because they thought they were dropping her off at the correct place. But there are so many questions going on here. Even even as we're recording right now, uh, Donna I's daughter-in-law, Leanne Miller, has organized a civilian search party to try to find this missing person. And this reminds me of the conversations we've had over a series of years about one of the strangest, most egregious things in the U S which is that we have a lot of national parks. We have a lot of wilderness. And as we record, there is no government agency that keeps track of how many people go missing in parks each year. Shout out to, a. Uh, Missing 411, right? I'm a little confused. Was she discharged from the hospital
0: after, was this like a psychiatric hospital, or was this just like she was injured and she was discharged?
2: And what, what led to the police being her only ride? It's still unclear. We know that, um, we know that the family wanted her to stay under care. Uh, we don't know each of the steps that led to this disappearance yet which is why we're putting this out here now. Hopefully, by the time this listener mail uh, hits the airwaves, uh, hopefully we'll be able to update with some sort of good news. Hopefully, uh, she has been found. But it's, it's stunning just how easy it is to disappear in the U.S. Did you mention the bag that they found? Yeah, tell us about that. That's one of the primary uh, clues, or at least well, breadcrumbs.
0: Oh only only to say that they did find it close to her brother's house. So you got to wonder like did they drop her off so far that she had to like trudge her way back but if she did why was the bag there and she didn't like you would think if she was dropped off in this remote middle of nowhere that she would just have been lost but the connection with a piece of personal property of hers to be so close to where she was trying to get to that's really interesting. And head scratchy,
2: yeah. Especially considering how brutal winter storms have been across the U.S. right now, you can make an argument that there is no way to drop someone off in the wild and reasonably expect that they will be able to survive. It's a. I, I saw a, uh, i saw some scuttlebutt, some comments on various uh, news forums, and. One commenter on the St. Louis Reddit implies, this is just a person on the internet, implies that this drop-off was on purpose, meaning that whomever dropped her off there meant for something bad to happen to her, assumed that she would not survive the incredibly dangerous weather. Now, again, we can't say any of that with any sort of certitude. Uh, but of course in the absence of transparency speculation only thrives totally yeah no there's there's there's
0: something uh what's the word something is rotten and so wherever this is yeah no there's definitely seems to be some details that are missing and um of course uh our hope is with this individual being found unscathed um and perhaps there'll be an update soon
2: And CJ, we're keeping this short because, again, hopefully we can return with good news. We also, at least I want to give everybody again the notice that misinformation and speculation thrives so easily on weaponized social media. If you do have any knowledge of Donna I's whereabouts, please do, as Fox News mentions, please do contact the authorities. Call nine one one if you know of anybody who's gone missing in a national park. The scary thing about the United States is the onus is on you. It's on us as members of the public to report this stuff because otherwise people can simply go missing. So hopefully, again, we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back with updates. As uh, as I said at the top, this is a live story. Uh, I. Think it'd be great for us to end today's show with a, a little bit of a positive note while we're waiting to hear the news on Donna. I uh, we have <laughs> I love doing this letters from home thing. I shared uh, a shared a thing recently from our pals over on. Here's where it gets crazy from a graphic novel artist named Ryan Van Osdal or Ostal. Uh, apologies, sir, if we're mispronouncing your name. Ryan put us in his graphic novel, and it was so kind. It was yeah, so neat. We have neat. a cu- couple panels of it. Noel, do you want to describe those panels?
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. It's just like a. Uh, I guess it's sort of like a D and D party type situation where the three of us are, I believe, halflings um, that are on a wilderness journey of some kind. And uh, maybe you'd be better at describing the content of the conversation. But uh, we were all uh, personified
2: delightfully hmm Nolan, the most talented weaponsmith in the Seven Valleys. Matthias, proprietor the best inn on the Western continent. And then they just call me Benjamin, and I'm a halfling. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, see some catchphrases at some point. Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of Lord of the Rings meets Lone Gunman and... Mm-hmm. We're just very grateful, again, every time, folks, that you you see fit to include us in your stories, your creative acts. We receive a lot of amazing music inspired by episodes, and I'm not blowing smoke. A lot of it's really good, like super impressive. So we just wanted to shout this out. Uh, I reached out to the author of this graphic novel. And hopefully we'll be returning with some information about how we can support this independent artist. We'd love to see it. We'd also love to hear from you with any other creative works that were in some way inspired by this show or maybe this is what you listen to while you're painting, while you're working on other things. Uh, we have your back. And it turns out that a lot of our fellow conspiracy realists had our back when we asked folks to check out our sketch comedy on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can call it that, I guess you can. Yeah. We did it. That was a fun, it was fun
0: uh, goofy, silly year in predictions or not year in predictions, predictions for the new year of conspiracies that will definitely um, come to fruition, come to pass or mm-hmm. be uh, exposed. So do check that out, you can, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can be part of this fellow conspiracy realists yeah
2: (laughs) be the sketch comedy change you wish to see in the world i'm pretty sure famous person said that edward james almost probably uh let's end this way we're gonna give a really quick cavalcade of names of people who chimed in on our mandela effect video and said hey strange news brought me here so before we end the show uh, let's give you that list of themes. Here we go. Shout out to Jamie Kristen Howard, Dan Bush 101, Rocket Queen 68, Classic Chaos Events, Sailor Bright, Beef Unit, Economic, Ziggy Less, VM Sprang, who says the overacting is superb. Prince of Echo Park, Bull 9 O Nine. Alisa in her thirties, Romy the Queen, Odenfell Hammer, Vivek Rose, Vivek C Rose, Saturday Morning Cartoons, Penny Takes Pictures, J Font 582, Shamus Campbell, Heimke, Johnny on the Rocks, Holly Quinn 77, Refreshing Art Studio, Dreezy Blaze, Joe's Misk No One in Particular. That's a nice pun. Colin Ray 96, Style Masters, Blessed Dem Fingers, Jero Space D, Dr. Rusty Shack, Colin Ray 96, foreshore Pizza, Chris Sweeney, 18488, C Bob Tim shadow the maximum cranberry 420 603 d cammy cat and Noel. there are many many others but that's a long list of names and we promised we promised to thank you for doing so but we we appreciate it. we love the comments um we've got more videos on the way we would love to offer you a meme in these trying times and and no i have to ask uh since our pal matt had to scoot for some martial arts related adventures yeah uh What are some things you're excited about uh, with our social media and where can people check it out? Oh boy, oh boy! I'm glad you asked, Ben. I'm definitely excited about
0: doing more silly, goofy videos uh, in the coming year. Um, you can find those uh, on the internet, specifically on our YouTube channel, um, where they appear often as YouTube Shorts. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, where we have a Facebook group. Here's where it gets crazy, which I believe is where you might have been able to experience uh, the comic that we described firsthand. Isn't that right? Was that posted there? Was that sent to you? Directly? Yes, that's correct. There you go. So you can you can be a part of that too, and also also, uh, the the redheaded stepchild of the bunch X, FKA Twitter. We are conspiracy stuff on all three of those on Instagram and TikTok, where you'll also find some content. We are conspiracy stuff
2: show. And if you don't sip the social meads, if your dry January means no social media, we have your back. You can call us directly on a telephonic device of your choosing. All you have to do is cast the following spell. Look at the numbers. Hit one eight three three S T D W Y T K. You will summon three minutes into the void and be careful folks sometimes the void answers back all we ask that you do tell us what's on your mind give yourself a cool nickname uh let us know if we can use your name and or message on the air most importantly do not censor yourself if you have more to say that will fit in three minutes if you have links if you have leads if you have photos if you have sounds that you want to convey to us directly drop us a line We read every single email we get at our good old-fashioned address where we are. Conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com
1: Stuff They Don't Want You To Know is a production of iHeartRadio.